Welcome to the Spirit and Sexuality Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Joy. I'm a spiritualist, tantrika, energy worker, and embodiment and intimacy facilitator and coach. I grew up in Pakistan to Indian parents, heavily conditioned by religious and social taboos. I learned to break free from social pressures and conditioning, and I want to inspire you to do the same. This podcast is about sacred sexuality, human relationships, manifestation, sex magic, empowerment, creating and living a life by your design. Our experiences and what happens to us doesn't define us. We create our reality all the time. So join me as we create an empowered life. Today's guest is Jami Mahmood, a renowned Pakistani filmmaker whose films Mother, More and O21 received critical acclaim in the international arena. You can find his films on IMDb. So Jami now lives in America with his family since becoming the center of sexual court battles which take him back to Pakistan every so often still. He currently has a case of defamation and a gag order from members accused of alleged sexual assault. The defamation case started in 2016 as a result of Jami defending a number of women who had made statements in the form of letters that they had been sexually assaulted by members of the Pakistani media industry. Some of you that tuned into the first episode would have heard me share my experience of sexual assault made by that same person in the statements of these women. Jami's courage was what had inspired me five years ago to share what happened to me. Sadly, many of these women backed down due to the lack of laws in Pakistan for rape or assault, and it is very difficult to prove it in court. Our guest on the show today is the last man standing for these women. Jami, welcome to Spirit and Sexuality. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you for having me. Actually, uh, this episode is the heaviest thing in a good way. Uh, The things I have said, the things I haven't said ever, uh, I have come out with this. I mean, only my wife knows. Even my mother doesn't know. It's been such a privilege to be connected to you, a man with real heart and integrity. In a dark society, not only are you the last man standing up for women you hardly know who have been sexually assaulted, but you also came out publicly with your own traumatic experience of assault. Being well-known in the commercials and film industry in Pakistan, it would have taken so much courage to say it out publicly like you did. So what inspired you to come out with something so big? Okay, so Natasha, basically, um, I was not supposed to tell anything to anyone except my wife. And uh, But then uh, Me Too movement happened and consciously or unconsciously, it just gave me the power to talk. And then uh, uh, we read a letter of a victim and we got a defamation case. 
It was all because of these women coming out and slowly, slowly pouring their heart. And that that did give us a huge platform. And a lot of negativity also came with it uh, because like any movement, it's, sh- it's shifting its shape and, and its ethics and morality. Unconsciously, we just, uh, one, one night, um, uh, while you were fighting the case uh, of that uh, the letter of the victim, uh, uh, something happened in Lahore uh, University. A professor hung himself, or allegedly he was uh, uh, accused of assault, and he never did it. So he wrote a letter and hung himself. Somehow the whole thing turned into an anti-MeToo movement and we were we got attacked also i got attacked also that uh, you were you were pushing men in the corner so at one o'clock i still remember one o'clock at night 1 15 a.m and i just said everything on twitter and that became a huge bombshell uh, not because i'm some big celebrity but i am somebody in pakistan and because i didn't i didn't i didn't use his name so uh, nobody knew who I was talking about. So this is when you went public about your own brutal sexual assault. How did you think people in the industry would react? I, I didn't know that I am going into a, into a hellhole. I thought I'll be helping. I'll be helped by my friends, what you call left progressives, journalists. Everybody will come and you know hug me and just like, okay, good, this is a good job. I thought uh, I thought my assault was bad. I mean, to be very honest, it was a single person. After coming out, it was a whole gang. So you didn't get the compassion and support you expected. That still bothers me immensely because my buddies, my friends, the journalists, because my assaulter is a media giant. I mean, he's a giant. He owns everything. And uh, so everybody just vanished. The third day, people start vanishing. So that what I call gang rape. That that completely destroyed me till today after three years, four years. Uh, that was shocking to me. And coming yeah. out wasn't a very planned. So you came out about your own sexual assault, um, and this is now what you have a gag order for so you're not allowed to talk about this is there anything you would like to share with the audience today yeah natasha uh, i was 33 i was working for as a freelance photographer and a filmmaker so i did three books for him and uh, so we were doing that and for free i was doing it for free i was not charging and this is my early years i was 33 34 and I just got married three years back and got son and uh, I'm artistic and I'm a, my work really, really hit him hard. No, my work was very, very good at that time. And, and uh, so he, he was just trying to like you know, make a prodigy out of me or something. Uh, he's the one who's going to launch me or something. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He even changed my name to Mirza Jami in the book. He said, no, you are Mirza, because my name is Mirza Jamshir Razan, but I call myself Jami in the ministry. Uh, so I said, I, I said, can I talk to you? I, I need to meet you about 
uh, Eastern studio. He said, come over. So it was one o'clock, two o'clock. I met his mom, mother. We had a dinner, uh, lunch together. She was alive at that time. So after lunch, uh, we went to his office again, same shit, office at home in the bedroom. I'm like, huh, what? Why are we here? And uh, said, just sit down. And Natasha, like such a like a fool. I said, no, I I overexercised. I have lactic acid in my legs, and my muscles are sore. So I have to stand. I cannot sit right now. I cannot bend my leg right now. And uh, lightning bolt struck him as a. He stood up like he's like a teenager. Like, okay. Come on, I'll fix you up. Come on, come on. You need a massage. I'm like, what? No. I said, whoa, whoa. Just wait. I'm like, what's going on? Massage. And then, this is, I've never spoken this to anyone. People don't believe me. He's a, he's a freak. He's a monster. People think he's old, frail. This guy is a Weinstein. He's something else. Brutal strong crazy man and he will not let you talk you know one of those things you cannot even say something like, like i'm like wait wait hold 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 and so uh, and it was such a simple thing for him i was the door was open his room door was open his servant came later to get me tea and he went back to his joint. As I made up a call, fake call. I said, I'll start talking like, what? what? What happened? My son fell? What are you saying? As if my wife is on the other line. There was no call, nothing. I said, I have to run, I have to run, I have to run. I said, yes. So. Many people who have been raped or sexually assaulted feel confused or unsure about what just happened to them. Um, and they feel a certain sense of disassociation. Is that what happened to you? Natasha, I don't know. It's like in movies, you see a rape scene and then it happens and you're like, wait, wait, is this really happening? Is this really happening? And like, and literally people say it looks like, it seems like a dream. And I don't know how to even explain what what the hell was going on. And uh, and I I was I still remember Natasha. I was at the door leaving. He came again. He assaulted me as if I will be turned on or something. I will stay back. And I like just. Like, what the hell? And uh, he, 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 wear, he wears a very big ring. And uh, I'm still cut from inside till today. It never healed. And uh, yeah, yeah, he, he inserted his finger in, inside of me and and it just cut me up. He didn't, he didn't even realize what the hell he was doing. And... Uh, Did you ever talk to him about it afterwards? Never. He came to my father's funeral a month later or two months, three months later. And we didn't, and I just screamed, yelled, 
in front of everyone my funeral is happening in the house here and with all his entourage and blah 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 and i screamed as amma ammi he cannot come inside ammi like oh, ammi was crying on papa's funeral and like, what, what, what do you mean no no we cannot come inside and she said how what do you mean she can't come inside and my wife took over my wife took my told my producer uh, uh, the woman who was producing my film she ran outside she stopped him at the gate at the gate we stopped him at the gate and you cannot come inside did ever any men stand up to the, to support you natasha is very interesting men uh the gang i call it the gang rape actually after i coming out it was the bigger trauma i'm telling you very honestly uh, what i've gone through i handled it myself for 17 years i handled it but coming out i was attacked by millions thousands of men saying you're lying the bullshit how old were you and like, they don't understand the freeze and flight they just don't they just don't get it i don't get it either i'm i'm like okay fine but what happened so because of people like you that they, they talked and they told me i mean there is a thing called freeze i'm like what that happens because all this time i thought like why didn't i kill him I think the fight or flight strategies are more well-known defense responses to a traumatic situation or a stressful situation. But the freeze is definitely a, an identified uh trauma response when triggered out of fear, basically. And it leaves you in shock and paralyzed to be able to make a decision. to respond to the traumatic situation that is taking place at the time because we're all different and we all have different ways of responding to situations based on our childhood conditioning our impressions um our attachment styles our um dependencies it's so important to talk about these things so i can heal my my spirit and just move on and get out of this loop always angry fighting and and truly help people and myself and my family yes i agree with you talking about it is very important expressing the emotion behind the trauma it's when we express the emotion are we externalizing it and getting it out of our system and that is then the first step of healing and also in a freeze response situation um and it's only when you start talking about it that you begin to unfreeze your mind and begin to be able to make sense of it all again how did this trauma impact your life jami for 17 years i handled it pretty well i was working and doing all my best of the best work right after my trauma so of course it became very dark all my music videos strings music video all became very very nasty dark videos even though they are a very good uh, storyline but there was everything even more is very traumatic everything is just based on you know, all my work but 
reading the letter from that day on till today is a new chapter in my life that when you connect with a lot of people a lot of junk comes your way and very few good people that connect with you and um, on twitter two two uh, people came out from nurul huda i think nurul huda her daughter called me up and she explained this whole thing that she was going to the mortar palace thing so ironic she was going and uh, her mom stopped her and she told her whole story how this man raped a man and and that the guy has left uh, pakistan and blah 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 and one more person came out he only said i know this happens and then sinatasha what what happened was uh, when i named him all these journalists all these people attacked me first they went silent completely all the major ones 3 4 days their phone mm-hmm. was off mm-hmm. on twitter people accused me uh, of what of, you know they accused me of being part of army to bring dawn down and uh, and so many things not realizing i'm a proper filmmaker i have a life my movie was almost in oscars it went around everywhere to europe and it's still running on apple tv so i have a life i i'm a film director i'm not an activist and most importantly there's nothing above my family my wife my daughters my son why would i destroy them for helping army is like is, is it insane that's totally insane and you wouldn't just cook up an allegation like that to falsely charge someone but also put yourself at risk by putting your family and your reputation at risk and that is the weird part uh, the tra- uh, the trauma never ends the assault ends you are done and you okay okay you can go home and just take a bath and blah 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 burn the clothes that's what my wife did everything was done okay and then just the the loop stops and keep you are in the loop for 17 years you're working you you're thinking about that only. so mm, the mental ago, the mental psychological yeah. trauma doesn't end i think i see purest truth the most brutal honesty you can tell because there's nothing to hide there's nothing to lie and everything is already out so i can say whatever i want now it's it's all also a very liberating thing that i'm out there and uh, but on the same hand when you're out in a society where you don't talk about these things even women don't talk about this forget about men is is uh, you standing on a you know on uh, at an intersection and everybody throws shoes at you and and crap at you and somebody will come and give you know hug you also so it's very brutal i find it interesting that there were not many men that came forward to show you support or any compassion for what happened to you in your sexual assault experience It's interesting but honestly in the sense 99% female mm supported me yeah and 
that's why you know everything i i have become a hardcore feminist you know hardcore feminist i believe in women and womanhood There's something yeah. different about them and well, women the are, they, women definitely have more empathy because they are emotional beings they are driven by their heart and so when you come from a place of feeling then yeah. you can enable healing or you can support healing in someone else all my work is all about says everything about that my all my music videos are women centric they are feminist they my movie was a feminist is called mother and everything is all about entire system which corrupts and the soul you know i'm not talking about corruption corruption i'm talking about the issues people deal with so everything goes through the same doorway so that door is pretty pretty clear for me that i will do what i think is right and and wherever it leads let's pay the price now it's very clear as a formula before that it wasn't clear that why am i am i doing this but i know this is my door this is the only way anything can come in and go out and it has to be pure truth and uh, it 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 keeps me checked in check and uh, it makes me a better human also going moving forward um yeah. you know in your life now with these experiences with all the truth with contempt of court notices gag orders defamation cases all of this what advice would you give to people in similar situations who have not spoken their truth that's a very good question atasha first thing if you have a little bit of courage and then just go ahead and understand the court system how the defamation works um uh, most of the time if, if you're telling the truth nothing happens and the case keeps on going forever and ever and ever so the- So the court is probably not the right place for a person to heal. Oh no 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 that's biggest trauma actually. It's insane it's, it's madness and there are more men out there protecting the so I'm told. But uh, so if you have enough courage to fight just go ahead name the guy because he will do it to someone else stop the cycle. And that was yeah. our plan just go vocal and scare the shit out of him so he's like okay at least from this day on he's scared and people know not to go to his house not to the drawing room not to the home office shit no more febreze spray you just stay away yeah so that's the plan you need just two three good good friends atasha just two three good friends who can hold on who don't mm. shift yeah yeah but that's all it need Seriously, nothing else, nothing else matters. No money, no nothing. Just two, three friends who believe in you, and who knows you're telling the truth. And that is nuclear power you need, and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, and that's better than going to medication, going down medication route, and taking medications to to dull the pain, the emotional pain, or the the spiritual pain that you're feeling in your body and and especially one more thing that four person must understand your trigger days 
or yeah how, how why are you being so pissed off today yeah these yeah. people understand like oh, oh, oh wait a second what happened okay we will let, let us let us handle this one so basically again you know coming from a place of compassion and not judgment yeah. and that's not just for your friends but that's for the community as well people this is so critical that we need people to stand and talk so everyone everyone i think we all that's something we can all learn when we hear stories of people that have had experiences and they're emotional and they're traumatic to come from a place of compassion and love and and listening just listening with your heart rather than listening to judge absolutely absolutely so thank you for coming out and and speaking out for inspiring others to speak out for not being ashamed and for letting go of the shame and for embracing this truth and this this journey of healing and continuing to fight in court yeah, Natasha, in court for cases that are not really yours they're not your battles i mean one of them is your direct battle but the other one is not your battle but you're still standing there and you're the only one there fighting so thank you jami and may may the forces of light continue to be with you also again thank you this podcast has charged me up for 3 4 months honestly i'm gonna I'm going to stand and fight now. Thank you again. Thank you for everything, boss. And it's, you know, we don't even just have to fight like just being who you are is enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just being in your truth, just standing there knowing that you've people have got your back and there's people that believe in you and that people will do anything, you know, to to make the truth be heard. That is so Absolutely. powerful for you. absolutely no yeah. and to all those who tuned in to listen to Jamie's experience today um a really brave moment here being witnessed thank you um may we all find the strength we need within us to speak our truth whatever that may be because the truth truly sets us free If you want to connect with Jami, you can find him as Jami Azad on Twitter. If you have an experience to share or would like to reach out to me, you can write to me at spiritandsexuality@gmail.com. Until next time, stay aligned, stay sexy, stay tuned. This is Spirit and Sexuality. Mm-hmm.